Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. This is BetQL Daily presented (laughs) by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Joe is a, a brilliant person when it comes to mumbling things under his breath during sound bites. Uh, that was, uh, there's head coach Matt Eberflus on his job status. Uh, yeah. You know what? Bears have the commanders, so that'll certainly impact his job status, right? Yeah, I, it's so funny. Uh, this morning for a few minutes, I turned on 670 to score. I'm like, what's the what's the vibe on game day here? Are we talking about the game? Do people actually have some hope that the Bears could win their first game in a very, very long time? Can't Do, do they have that hope? And, and I'm thinking, yeah, you know what? They might because Fields is coming off a career game and, you know, maybe they can finally put it together. It's not like the commanders are all that good. And you know what they're talking about? They're not talking about tonight's game. They're talking about because you have the extended week, because you have the you know week and a half, will Eberflus be fired tonight? <laughs> it's not will they win, will they cover, will they hang around? It's will Eberflus be fired today or tomorrow? I love that. <laughs> I hope fun. they win just because of that, that everyone's focused on that. I do think that the what? offense for the Bears got some things going. Now, here is why I'm having a struggle with this and potentially flip-flopping from liking the Commanders to maybe liking the Bears. Is this the last opportunity the Bears have to put up some kind of fight against a team that's not very good in the Commanders? Could this be the opportunity? Like you mentioned, Fields has a career passing day last week. Commander's Mm -hmm. pass defense stinks. I mean, this might be it. If they don't give an all-out effort, Iberflus is probably fired. And what what are they going to do? Maybe they will get that new coach bump, but I could see everyone kind of throwing in the towel after that. He's not going to get fired. I'll tell you right now. Yeah, he got fired. They also don't have a defensive coordinator. He's a defensive coordinator, too. Like they don't have anybody in the building that could be an interim. He's not getting fired. And this is something this organization has never, ever done. They're going to suffer through this and they're going to probably keep him around thinking, Oh, this is good. We're going to have the one pick as long as we keep this bum. (laughs) 
That's one way to look at it. Uh, if, if you do believe that the Bears can win this game outright, they're two to one on BetMGM. Currently, Washington is a five and a half point favorite. But Aaron, I'll make you feel a little better about flip flopping because I am backing the Bears in this contest. It Ooh. is a hold my yes. nose bet. I think Chicago can cover this number in large part. You know, the line is moving in the right direction. I don't think it's going far enough. I think my model has this closer to, say, four and a half to four, because I think Chicago can at least cover this number. And it goes back to something we've talked about with Sam Howell a lot, and it's all these sacks he's taking. And it's not just that, okay, well, you've got a defender who can rush through the offensive line and take him down after just two seconds. No, these are sacks that should not be happening at all. That's a big problem. And he's been in this game long enough to know to throw the ball away or evade pressure or something, you know, give a receiver a chance to make a play, whatever it is. He's just not doing those things. Instead, he's just taking sacks and it's just too many of them. And okay, whatever you think of this, you know, Bears pass rush, still though, sacks are a quarterback stat. This is Howell's fault, first and foremost, why he has all of these. So that's a big problem. I think, too, is that the commanders under offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy have the second highest pass rate over expected. So there's no alleviation to this sack problem. Like, it's going to persist as long as Sam Howell plays the way he does. His coaches and the play calling not going to save him from this. It's all up to him. And I don't think this is going to be remedied on a short week. This is something that may get fixed over time, but it's not going to be a quick fix. And yeah, I get Justin Fields may play poorly too. He may also take mm-hmm. some sacks. But look, the the secondary for Washington with Cody Barton and Emmanuel Forbes, they're giving up a lot of receptions. This is not your father's Washington secondary. It is not good at all. The pass rush is sort of, blinding us from just how bad the secondary is and it is possible that justin fields can build off of his performance from sunday and make a game out of this joe if i had to bet a side i would take bears plus six if i had to good thing i don't have to so i'm gonna be concentrated on the total and some prop bets uh my argument against backing the bears here's why i just can't quite get there and there are a few different things You're 100% correct about the sacks, 24 sacks in four games. To put that into context, Sam Howell is on pace for 108 sacks this year. The all-time record is 76. The all-time record is 76, and he's on pace for 108 through four games. The Bears, I know it's a QB stat. They don't get pressure. They don't. They have the lowest sack rate in the NFL. It's at 1.5%. They have a total of two sacks in four games, and they got one on one of their first plays of the season, okay? So as bad as this O-line is, I don't have confident any confidence that the Bears are going to be able to get to Howell. They probably should a couple times, but is it going to be like six, nine times that we've seen in some of these games against Howell? No, I, I don't see that. The other issue is the Bears' secondary. And this was an issue last week. This is why they broke down. Part of the reason they broke down in that Broncos comeback Mm -hmm. is they don't have anybody. They walked into this with two corners on IR. Their best cornerback, Jalen Johnson, is out. Their best safety, Eddie Jackson, is out. Somebody who was in the secondary, which is a match unit to begin with, safety Jaquan Brisker, 
not all that good. Did have a good game last week. He's questionable for this game. They don't have anybody in the secondary. So I'm expecting the enemy's game plan to be, we're going to pass, 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 because they got nobody back there. They're, they're signing veterans. Last week, guys that took one, they had four guys take 100% of snaps. They were out the entire time. They had a fifth round pick. They had a seventh round pick out there. And if you look at the four that played last week, and Brisker's one of them, we're not sure if he's going to play. None of those four graded top, have graded this season top 84 at their position, according to PFF. So wow. I think this is going to be a big day for Howell. That's what I'm looking for mm-hmm. props. I'm looking at the receivers because I just don't see any way that uh, the Bears secondary is going to be able to stop, stop the commanders if it's a Howell good game. Now, now he's been on off, on off so far. So which Howell are we going to get? That is certainly a fair question. But guys, as far as side total, I've got to go to the 44 and a half. I got to go to over 44 and a half. The gap between 30 and 31, 31, 32 is Bears, Broncos at just about every defensive metric. There is a massive gap there. The expected points added per play on defense doubles from 30 to 31. The Bears are sitting there at 31. Like they are just so horrendous. So horrendous. That, that's how you lose a game when you're up 28 to 7 late in the third quarter because you can't stop anyone. I mean, look, this, these four, this 14 game losing streak, they've allowed 25 plus points in all of them. 14 straight games. Like, I don't think that's, that's going to change tonight. Yeah, I was looking at the Bears' defensive DVOA, too, only second to worst to the Broncos, who are the absolute worst. And so I also landed on some receiving props that I'm excited about tonight. Some didn't make some sense, so but uh, there was one that I really like, and I know Paul has one, too. I'll let you go first. That's a pretty big build. But yeah, I've got I've got a receiver right. <laughs> circle too, but you go first. Okay. Which one? So I, I looked at someone that maybe not a lot of people talk about, but since I am here in Washington, Curtis Samuel. His prop mm-hmm. is at 31 and a half. He had 86 against the Eagles, 41 against the Bills. We're talking about really good defenses. The Bears are not a good defense. No. Uh, the Broncos, 54. Cardinals, 31. I don't know how he doesn't get over 31 and a half, especially if they are focused on Dodson and McLaurin. I'm going Terry. I'm, I'm going with the star. Scary. Um, scary Terry. Yeah. Look, Dodson and Samuel have both been on the injury report this week. Terry's the most targeted receiver in Washington. He's... I'm going to I'm going to play his touchdown which by the way definitely shop around cuz there is a massive difference in prices but plus 175 I think like mm-hmm. you're going to see Terry running down the National Mall without a person near him for like a 60 yard bomb on one of their first drives mm-hmm. like there is like Joe you talked about the secondary there is nobody around I think he's going to be nobody. wide open I'm going to play the first touchdown at 10 to 1 which again shop around for better prices that's almost double some other places um, over four and a half receptions will absolutely be a bet. And the yards, the numbers 59 and a half. I'm going to play yeah. that. I think you can make a play a case for like an 80 plus a 90 plus at some plus money, a two to one plus two eighty. Um, I, I just think there is, there's no one who, who's guarding him. Who's covering I, him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, it's funny. 
Aaron mentions Samuel, Paul mentions McLaurin, and I'm looking at Dotson. <laughs> And, and I'm not looking at any of them. That's insane. Uh, I just <laughs> maybe I just wanted to touchdown, but the yardage was yeah. not there in terms of the props. Yeah, I just right. wanted to pick one. I wanted to pick one of the receivers to score an anytime touchdown. I see this Dotson's price is plus two ten, and he has the most red zone targets of anybody on the team with four already. So uh, that that's why I was looking at Dotson for that. Not my favorite angle of the game, but as long as we're talking about commanders receivers, that's what I was taking a look at. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, and the other it's thing funny because is... I, I'm attacking this very differently where, like, you have all these different commanders receivers you guys are talking about. I think because Howell has that propensity for sacks, I'm really mm-hmm. nervous about betting on any one commander's receiver. Like, it's possible. Yeah, the Bears defense is bad, but I feel like there is a difference between Bears and Broncos as far as what they are allowing. Like, you can pick on literally anybody uh, with this Denver group, whereas with, with Chicago, I do wonder if, say, there are certain parts that you do want to avoid, certain players you want to avoid, and then maybe you can find some success that way. But still, though, because Sam Howell gets sacked just so darn much, is this one of those games where it is the Bears pass rush, maybe with additional blitzing or something, where they're able to actually get home a good bit, and it's going to make any receiver uh, that much trickier to sort of identify, pinpoint, and that's the one who's going to have the successful outing, Joe? Yeah, game script's certainly going to be a part of this. Like, is this going to be more of how well passing? Are they going to be chasing? They're two wins this year. They need a fourth-quarter right. comebacks the commanders and they're laying six in this game. And and by the way, I don't know if anybody cares about it, but Aaron would know this. If you look at home games at night, like the commander's history is awful. Like they stink. This is going back forever. Um, So I certainly was taking a look at that. How is that going to play out? I mentioned during this 14 game losing streak that the bears have given up 25 or more points in every single game. The, The team total for Washington is 25 and a half. I don't mind that. I don't mind going over that number. They're going to get mm-hmm. there. And they've gotten there multiple times this season against better defenses. I, I do think the gap, though, is you're right. There is a gap between 31 and 32 between the Bears and the Broncos. But there's also a gap between 30 and 31, the Bears and everybody else. Um, I'm surprised by the price I saw. Fields is minus 128 to throw an interception. He's thrown an interception in now five straight games. Don't you think he's going to throw one? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Has to, yeah. Right, Aaron? I would think. I think for sure. As far yeah. as the primetime game narrative with the Washington yeah. team, 
having been in the locker room for several years, everyone hates that narrative. <laughs> Like it is a sore yeah. subject around here. It may just be because they're not as good as the competition. They probably shouldn't have been in prime time in all those matchups because it has been right. a while since they were actually any mm-hmm. good. Kirk Cousins 100%. got a lot of that blame, but it dates back even way before Kirk Cousins was here. Mm-hmm. So the, yeah, that that story goes back a long ways. Nobody but, likes talk. Do not bring that up. And, really? Like, I and wasn't here all those years. Why are you asking yeah. me about this? right well and they're usually facing like the cowboys or some other the eagles yes. like some other team that everyone is paying attention to it just happens that they're facing washington like that's kind mm-hmm. of why you have such a lopsided record is who they're facing and what turns out to be lopsided games as far as uh rushing is concerned i actually think there's some better props here guys uh as far yep. as most bet on like props one. sam howell over 13 and a half rushing yards at minus 110 99% of the money is on the over boy yeah. doesn't that sound familiar Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brett Spielberger was talking about that one yesterday on the show. And I, there is a rushing prop I do like, a Bears one, and it's not Justin Fields. Fields is way too high. It's 46 and a half. He had 47 once. That That's his second highest of the season. His other highest is in the first game of the year. And the Herbert, like, what if the game gets out of control? It's 48 and a half. Roshan Johnson, they're make sh- making sure to get this guy some run every game. And the total's 18 and a half. So I would go over. Like, if it's a blowout, I could see him getting in there. If it's a close game, I think he's going to get some time. So I would go to Roshan Johnson if you're doing a Bears uh, rushing yards problem. Good stuff. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, let's be sharper about teams that use pre-snap motion on offense. That's right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Are you ready for the most interactive sports gambling show? Introducing BetQL Send It In with PJ Glasser. We want to hear from you. Send It In is 